Aloha, everyone. It's Dr. Lisa Hartwell. Welcome to Anxiety Ease, the show that reveals a calm mind is an organized mind, and an organized mind is a calm mind. We'll make it fun and inspirational with a bit of learning the neuroscience and the real reason some of us keep pushing on professionally, good or bad, at the expense of leading life with inner peace. Welcome back to another episode of the Anxiety Ease podcast show. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hartwell, and today we're going to dive into a common struggle that many people face, which is feeling snippy towards others when deep down it's actually a reaction to your high-functioning anxiety. Oh, that's so normal. In this episode, we're going to explore this underlying dynamic, shed some light on this often misunderstood behavior, and we're going to discuss three practical tips to give you just really help you feel less snippy in these moments. Alrighty, so let's get started. Have you actually ever found yourself being short-tempered, irritable, or snappy towards others, even when they haven't done anything wrong? It's super frustrating, and often it's rooted in something deeper. Let's unravel this connection between feeling snippy and high-functioning anxiety. We all do it. It, you know what? High functioning anxiety can manifest in various ways. And one of those ways is through irritability and being snippy. I call it snippy. Maybe you have another word for it. As its core, though, this reaction is not about the other person. It's about our internal struggles with our own internal experience of high functioning anxiety. When that anxiety builds up, it can affect our emotional regulation and make us more sensitive and prone to snapping at others even over minor things. Another word I use a lot with um, myself or my family or clients is prickly. I always say, oh, you're feeling prickly today. It's almost like trying to hug cactus, right? That just everything feels like it's just um, irritating. And recognizing this underlying dynamic is the first step towards addressing the issue. So let's dive into three tips to help you feel less snippy when these situations come up. The first tip is to just practice self-awareness and mindfulness. When you start to feel snippy, take a moment to pause and check in with yourself. If you have to, count to three, count to five. Notice your physical sensations in your body, your emotions, and the thoughts running through your mind. By cultivating self-awareness, you can catch yourself before reacting impulsively and choosing a more mindful response. With our neuron pathways, remember, we only are trying to shift things in a different direction. And the only way to do that is in the moment when it's happening. And the cool thing is with our brains is we only need a few seconds to enact this change. So that's where the concept, even though it sounds super simple and and, uh, practical, of counting, that's where that comes from. It's really about just telling your mind to take a second to just pause and go in a different direction. It's really that split second. But if you think about it, if you say it to yourself, one, two, three, you know, that's actually kind of a long time to stop and think about something different to say and respond to. Becoming aware of our triggers and recognizing when our anxiety is fueled is fueling our reactions can help us gain better control over these responses. The second tip is to utilize grounding techniques. You might've heard this one before, which is 
Grounding techniques are really simple exercises that help bring us back to the present moment and create a sense of stability. Now, the first one is more about our mind, right? Shifting our mind. This one's more about shifting our bodies. And one effective technique is really about deep breathing. So literally taking action, physical action with our bodies. So taking a slow, deep breath, focusing on the sensation of the breath, entering and leaving your body. And I always like to add count to that because you can pair the two. Pair your brain work with your your with your breath work of your body. So pairing the brain with the physical. So inhaling three and exhaling on three. One, two, three. This can help calm the nervous system and provide a moment of clarity before responding to a situation. And again, when you start practicing this, that becomes the automatic response versus being snippy, right? So grounding techniques can be incredibly powerful in diffusing intense emotions. Deep breathing is a wonderful tool to anchor yourself in the present moment. One thing I'd like to add to this one too is that uh, when we are anxious and when we're stressed, we tend to hold our breath. And when you hold your breath, you're not getting any oxygen to your brain. And usually when that happens in a split second, your brain, all it wants is oxygen. It lives off of oxygen, literally. So what we want to make sure we do is we don't send our anxious brain into panic mode about not having oxygen. That's another kind of caveat of why deep breathing work works that people don't really talk about too much. So it's 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 a physiological thing as well as a physical and a brain thing. So this third tip is to build a self-care toolkit tailored to your needs. I talk a lot about this in my new book coming out, uh, Cultivating Professional Success. And I always talk about that that final step is it has to be individualized And it has to be developed by you, which is the self-care toolkit that only works for you. You know, high-functioning anxiety can be exhausting and self-care for us becomes even more crucial. You have to put intention into that. Finding activities that help you relax and recharge, whether that means you engage in a hobby you enjoy, spending time in nature, practicing movement activities such as yoga or swimming. Or listening even to just calming music. Just regularly incorporating these self-care practices into your routine can help you reduce anxiety levels that prevent the buildup of stimpiness. I like to think about it as, you know, you're emptying out that cup and still instead of filling up that cup with irritability all day long, you just need to pour it out throughout the day, essentially, right? Building a self-care toolkit allows us to proactively address our anxiety and prioritize our well-being by taking care of ourselves, we're better equipped to respond to challenging situations with patience and kindness, because that's really the ultimate goal is to create the connection and relationships that we have. Nobody wants to feel snippy or snappy. It's it's just our anxiety is getting the best of us and we're, our brains are going into protective mode. You know, it's, rem- it's a kind of a reminder too that Feeling this way towards others is not a reflection of who we who we truly are, but it's really a manifestation of our internal struggles. But nobody's going to see it that way. With self-awareness, grounding techniques, and a consistent self-care routine, we can cultivate a, a more compassionate and understanding approach towards ourselves and others. 
And, you know, just as a reminder, practicing self-compassion through this process takes time. And we all make mistakes. We all fall down. We have these moments. But you know what? Just be gentle with yourself because others are going to be gentle with you. What we reflect is what we get back. And as you navigate through high-functioning anxiety, just do the best you can because growth just takes time. We know that. I'd like to kind of add that, you know, one of the things that we look at when we're talking about the underpinnings of high-functioning anxiety, what its truth is, I go into a lot deeper meaning behind this in my upcoming book. And that's really when you're looking at when the same triggers and the same situations are finding you being triggered and snappy. And that is a different issue of these parts where you're just having a day where you're just feeling more irritable than usual because you're anxious about something that day. Then what you can do is maybe over the course of a month, which I'm going to be talking about in some upcoming episodes, about how do you start tracking those changes and themes that are coming up. So this would be an example of, huh, that's interesting. Every time this happens, my go-to is to be snippy or snappy at someone. And why is it that my anxiety wants me to react in that way in this situation? And that's what you would go at as the core issue of what really the issue is versus just you're anxious about something that day and you're just feeling particularly irritable. Two different things, but that's an upcoming episode. I just wanted to plant that seed for you. I hope you found this helpful today. And I uh, would like you to go ahead and subscribe, leave a review, go ahead and fill out the high functioning anxiety uh, Hartwell Anxiety Assessment. The link is in the show if you want to find out where you fall in the continuum of anxiety and reach out anytime if you have any questions. And I will see you in the next episode. Ahoy ho. Okay, that's a wrap for this week. The Anxiety Ease podcast is produced by myself and the music is provided by Pixabay. For more episodes or to get in touch anytime, you can visit my website, drlisahartwell.com. And if you do like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Also, if you want to see where you fall in the continuum of your high-functioning anxiety, head on over to the link that's found in the show notes, hartwellanxietyassessment.com.